welcome you to this edition of Book Talk, brought to you by The Bookshelf, and we are joined at this time, and we welcome to the microphones, Chris and Mary. Good morning, ladies. Good morning. Good morning. Yay, nice cold day. Everybody's in and reading books today. Yeah, well, it should start to get warmer later. Oh, you stay healthy. Yeah. I'll go to work. Yeah. <laughs> yes, I am, and it's not a bad thing. Because uh, <laughs> there's a lot of good ones out there. So we have our there list are. today, and mm-hmm. I'm, I'm excited. There's a lot of red stars on our list, so that means a lot well, of debuts. Yeah. They're, they're starting they're to come. It's that time of the year again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So Thanks it's all good. Out. Yep, popping up like spring flowers <laughs> in my mind. Um, Not quite. One of these days. Yeah, it's, it's getting closer. So we'll do the uh, indie bestsellers. We'll start out with the hardcover fiction. Uh, number one on the list is The Lincoln Highway, Amor Tall's, and he's been on there for a while, justifiably so. Number two is a debut, though. Uh, Isabella Lande has a book called Violetta. And do we know anything about that one, Chris? Um, it's supposed to be a, a span of one, of 100 years. And oh, wow. in the 20th century. So, um, interesting. So, okay. she is, Isabel doesn't <laughs> put the glasses on. <laughs> yeah. Isabel always does things big. She does it up big. Right. Um, Fiona Davis. This is called The Magnolia Palace. 
And I'm guessing that, you know, that sounds like, okay, the first thing you're going to think of is going to be set in the South. Um, uh huh. Romance. Me a whole lot of information. Maybe about this one. Um, maybe a little mystery in there. I'm just judging mm-hmm. by the title. But it's a historical it's, novel. It's got a. It has dual timelines connecting the oh, lives of women. Yes, at New York's for collection. Um, so uh, they say that she adeptly interweaves two compelling storylines to shine a light on another New York City landmark. So, uh, historical fiction at its best. I love it when they do that. And this is, you know, this is from the Library Journal, their their review of this book. So, totally cool. Okay. Hmm, Okay. A lot of good ones on there this week. Mm -hmm. In the nonfiction, Atlas of the Heart, Brene Brown is number one. The 1619 Project, A New Origin Story, Nicole Hannah-Jones. Crying in H Mart, a memoir still on the list. That was pretty popular around Christmas time. I think we sold oh, yeah. a few of those. Mm-hmm. It's Michelle Vonner. Unthinkable, Jamie Raskin. Another one we I, sold pretty good at Christmas time, yeah, number just five. One, just got that one back in. I'd kind of like to take a look at that one. See, but Man, I'm in the middle of so many of them right now. <laughs> See, you can do that. I, I, I have trouble everywhere. doing that. I, I like to do one at a time and finish it. Um, you have books in every room, and you just pick up I have one wherever you're room. at. And, and one yeah. in the car. Mm-hmm. This is true. <laughs> yeah. I don't want to get stuck anywhere and not have something to read. <clears throat> oh, for sure, for sure. Um, number five. Like, oh my God! Does that list. mean I have to climb the stairs to get that book? Forget it. I'll just read another one. That's here. why you keep stuff in every room. Okay, I understand now. <laughs> no problem. I understand. It's just pure laziness is what it is. <laughs> but then and, again, and here we were giving you going. There you go. Here we were giving you all kinds of credit for, for juggling and, and, and having all these stories in your head and it's just mm-hmm. yeah, because your yeah. legs don't want to go upstairs. Okay. It's just lazy. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's it's probably thinking ahead. We're not going to say lazy. Yeah. We're going to say thinking ahead. Yeah. There we go. Yeah. But, um, but, but that said, I, I don't have a problem reading, you know, four or five books at a time because... No, you, you really things. don't. There's, you know, yeah. It's like, two different, it's, like, it's like having a different conversations at a party. <clears throat> well, this is you true. Know, can, this is true. Yeah, you can follow that. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I understand that one. Um so number five, the boy, the mole, the fox, and the horse, Charlie McKessie. We we did well at Christmas with that one too. That's that's a great book to give any time. I think it's got oh, a lot yeah. of a lot of good stuff in. Number eight is a debut on our list. South to America: A Journey Below the Mason Dixon to Understand the Soul of a Nation. Okay, Imani Perry is the author on that one. Nice long yeah, title. Not, Pretty. Yeah, I think that's kind of ex- what's, you know, explanatory. Yeah, I was uh, going to say. It's surprising journey through history. It has rituals and landscapes of the American South. Um, <clears throat> the argument of why you must understand the South to understand America. And that's true. You, you just have yeah. to understand um, uh, what goes on in different parts of the country, you know, and because when I saw this book coming out, you know, it's the same thing. You have to understand 
in different different parts of our country, we think so differently about certain things, you know, and as opposed to going up to the um, um, northeast, you know, in Maine and Connecticut, they have a very Mm -hmm. solid way of thinking about things, and um, they're set in their ways, and then, of course, you've got uh, the southwest, you know, that a lot of our Native Americans are still living there, and our, um, yep, um, so, got to think about it that way. Yeah, it's it, it's interesting to to travel and look at the different ways people exactly. look at stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. and and you have to respect you have to respect where you're at and what you're dealing with. And it's like if everybody would just exactly. say, you know what, that's that's good. You know, mm-hmm. I don't necessarily you agree, agree, you agree, but disagree. Sure. Exactly. <clears throat> Exactly, which kind of kind of ties in with this next one that is on our list debuting at number thirteen. How to be perfect—the correct answer to every moral question. That and you know what? I don't think we have to describe that at all. <laughs> no, no, like, that's Michael. That's out there. Michael sure did that, and um, I, you know, I, I think maybe this needs to be sent out to a lot of people. <laughs> you know, well, this, of course, this now, needs to Michael be sure. <laughs> that's his, his 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 take on it. So exactly, you know, have to take a look at that book and see what it's like. Yeah, I'd, I'd be kind of interesting to see if we agree on anything or everything or nothing. <laughs> mm-hmm. So for sure, number four, <laughs> number fourteen is a debut. Also, it's called Red Handed: How American Elites Get Rich Helping China Win. Okay, Peter Schweizer. Yep. So yep. There again, uh, that's, you know, that's probably right. That's probably you know, yeah, accurate. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So that's that's that's. They're in, having their problems. I will say they're having their problems with the Olympics. Yeah, the, the but boy, hasn't Chinese it been interesting friend. watching watching the Olympics? Well, you know I, I, I get such a kick out of it. I do too. Yeah, I've been watching most of it on YouTube, but <laughs> oh, uh-huh. I've been able to watch it. You know, and just see the the highlights. So yes, I, I love the. There you go. It's just yeah. It's just a shame that it's um that it that it's where it's at. Yeah, I, you know we you know, were and, and we I were looking think, and and I I think the thing is that if the Olympics have become so expensive to yeah. um, produce that it's hard yeah. for a lot of countries to even consider it, and you know, and right. I'm thinking that. That's why it's in Beijing is because they're just um, aren't that many countries that have the kind of cash to throw around like no. like they do because they and that's what China's good at. What I think is sad is the the empty seats. You know, yes. it's like on a normal time, and I know it's not a normal time. It'd be full. And families would be there and friends and it's like it's just right, sad exactly. you know? <laughs> it is but sad. you know yeah. it, it is what it is and we just deal with it so mm-hmm. in our paperback fiction list seven husbands of evelyn hugo taylor jenkins reed number one song of achilles madeline miller um it ends with us colleen hoover she's still in the top five there Madeline Miller with Searcy at number four, and The House in the Curleon Sea. That's T.J. Clune. Absolutely no debuts on the paperback list um, mm-hmm. for the fiction. 
in the nonfiction, Braiding Sweetgrass is still number one, Robin Wall Kimmerer. The Body Keeps the Score, Bessel van der Kolk, number two. The Year of Magical Thinking, Joan Didion. Um, a strange, entangled, strange, entangled life, Merlin Sheldrake, <laughs> and number number five is a debut. Um, let me tell you what I mean. That's Joan Didion, and that pops up there after after she is no longer with us. But um, mm-hmm. a lot of good books left in her um, in her way. Well, she there. did. She did. She has such a great catalog of work that um, a lot of that's coming back. I mean, oh, yeah. I, I don't know how many people came in at how many, you know, we we pulled everything that we had of uh, yeah. hers from the back, and we have always got a couple yeah. um, new ones laying around, and it was, uh, um, she was so great. She's just good. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, number seven, a debut on our nonfiction list, which I find interesting because it's normally in the young adult. Um, it's exactly. one a survival well, that's tale. Well, that's because father... of all the right. Yeah, yeah. and it's it's the... a graphic novel. Mm-hmm. It's um, all the publicity, you know. And we talked about yes. this while you were gone. <laughs> we ranted yeah. uh, about the fact okay. that it, it had been banned, you know. And of course, any anytime you have a book like this, it's banned. It's going to come back. And, oh, and we still yeah. have not found, we looked everywhere for those uh, two that we got in the week before Christmas. Um, I, two. like I said, I remember seeing them there on the desk. And when they came, when the order came in and I thought, oh, you know, because this, this, this is not new. This has been around for a little while. No, they've been around a long And time, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, and I thought, oh, well, we must have sold them and we're restocking. I, I didn't think much of it. Yeah, that's exactly but what happened. We, we, I don't know what happened to them. I'm, I hate to think that somebody walked yeah, out with them. Because um, yeah, we that, don't but, like to think that about anybody that comes into our store. But it happens. It's sad. Mm-hmm. Um But, yeah, so, but so, we did, yeah. did we get some well, new ones in? Well, no, because they're out of stock everywhere. Oh, but they're, yeah. they're going to be coming back in in the next week or so, I believe. I mean, even Amazon doesn't. Oh, I said the name. Uh, they oh, they don't have Dirty River. Either. Dirty River. The Jungle Store. Dirty River. Yes, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yes. uh, but you know, they they should be coming back in um, for the end of the month, so or middle of the month yeah. events. Awesome. Yeah. But, so, but that's yeah, what happened. You know, we were we yeah. we sold the ones that we had because we always keep those. Yeah, because you know we, with we keep those in stock. Yeah, yeah, we keep it. Yeah, yeah. and um, uh, it's it just it, it just amazes me that that. You know, but that's how things can go missing. Now you know, Mayor, that the minute that they come in and we go to put them away, <laughs> that's when we'll find them. <laughs> Absolutely, of course. Absolutely, you, that's you always happens. You cannot. Tell me that a building that old does not have its quirks and its, its <laughs> ghosties and its gremlins and stuff in there that mess with us all the time. You know, yes. I'm a total believer. I've, I've it, seen it. it. I've felt it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, but anyway, I, it, I, it'll come back I, around. You know, I did see underneath um, another indie favorite, that Electric Idol. 
the Dark Olympians. We did just get that that series in last week oh. by Katie Robert. You know, the the first and second one of that series, and those are really supposed to be a lot of fun. So I haven't had a chance to read. Oh, you know, I like to try to at least read the first couple pages to see how the author's voice is, and you know if it grabs you. So. But that looks um, <laughs> it like going to be a lot. It does sound good. Mm-hmm. Yes, a fantastic yeah, I, a, neon again, God's I love I love stories about mythology. And, um, of course, this one, the uh, Electric Idol, I'm trying to remember what the first one was. So, um, yeah, I have to take a look at that when I get to work today. Yeah, Modern Olympus full of drama, sinful men and spice. A reimagined yep. Eros and Psyche with a plus-size cunning Psyche. <clears throat> I love it. Fake marriage and a murderous mother-in-law. What's not to love? <laughs> Absolutely. I love it. Yeah, and this was, fun. And I, I love it because the these little these books are um, reviewed by other independent bookstores, and this one right. is from uh, Fables Book in Goshen, Indiana. Yes, from Goshen. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I just think that's cool. Okay, children's early and middle grade readers, the last conceit, con, con, consist, consist, oh, yes, yes, yeah. Donna Barb, <laughs> see what happens when I'm out of touch with the world for a while? Yes, yes. anyway, <laughs> debuting. Um, I can get number two here. (laughs) North Wind, Gary Paulson. Okay. Mm -hmm. Number three, Stunt Boy in the Meantime, Jason Reynolds. Friends Forever, Shannon Hale. And Out of My Heart, Shannon Draper. There is one debut on the list. I love the title. It's at number 11. It's Matthew Cordell, and it's called Cornbread and Poppy. So that looks like it. Does it yes. not look darling? <laughs> it does. Oh, yeah, There's two little it. mice, I guess. Yes, yeah, they're Those having dinner cute. or something. Cool. Oh, cute, cute, cute. Okay, young adult, anatomy, a love story, Dana Schwartz. Firekeeper's daughter, Angeline Bully. Ain't burned all that, all the bright, Jason Reynolds. They both die at the end, Anna Silvera. And one of us is lying, Carolyn McManus. Mm-hmm. There is one debut on the list at number 15. It's June Her, and it's called The Red Palace. Yes, and I think that might be the first one in a new series. Oh, okay. Okay, oh, a few few debuts on our Children's Illustrated. I I did read a little something about this first one. That's Sonia Sotomayor, and it's called Just Help, How to Build a Better World. So we have our... um, Supreme Court Justice mm-hmm. uh, dipping her fingers in the um, book world here. The 1619 yep. Project, Born on the Water, <clears throat> Nicole Hannah-Jones. Margaret Weiss Brown, Good Night Moon, <clears throat> excuse me. Number four, Watercress, Andrea Wang. Well, this is a debut on our list. And that, the cover on that looks just gorgeous. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure what the yeah, story's Jason about, but the Kim cover's pretty. It's the illustrator. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, Change Sings, a children's anthem. That's Amanda Gorman, of course. And let's see. That's all the debuts on that list. In the children's series, Wings of Fire, T. Sutherland, number one. Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Jeff Kinney. Harry Potter, J.K. Rowling at number three. Elephant and Piggy, Mo Willems. And the bad guys, Aaron Blabley. 
are our top five this week. So, okay. okay. What do you have on the so USA? Let's jump, let's jump into the USA. A lot of the same stuff is on there. Some interesting things on there this week. Red-handed, we've already talked about by Peter Schweizer. How American mm-hmm. Elites Get Rich Helping China Win is debuting at number one. Reminders of Ham by Colleen Hoover. There she is. So you're going to hear Colleen's name a number of times. Oh, yeah. Uh, yep. Atomic Habits by James Clear. An easy and proven way to build good habits and break bad ones. Still doing very well. Here comes Colleen again with It Ends With Us at number four. Christine Fan's, uh Savage Road is... Um, Debuting at number five. This is a mass market, you know, small pocketbook. It's doing well, very well. And that series uh, has been around for oh, about what four or five years now by Christine. Yeah, Dean. probably. Yep. Colleen Hoover is back with Verity, another one at number six. Here's I love it. Three in the top blue. ten. Yes. Uh, the Little Blue Truck's Valentine. Came up from number 10 to 7. Valentine's Day mm. is coming up real soon. And we have lots Next of Monday. cool things for, for the little ones, you know, rather than give them cavities, give them a book. Um, <laughs> the Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo by T. Reed, still in uh, the top 10, doing well. Dean Kuntz's, uh Quicksilver um, is uh, one of his great suspense novels that he does. Nobody does it better. Um, oh, yeah. Emma and the, this is one that's really interesting. It's debuting at number 10. It's Emma and the Other Narco Women by A. Hernandez. This is actually um, a nonfiction. It's the story of Emma Coronel and the wives of other drug lords. But this is a Spanish language book um, for this case. Uh-huh. In this case. But it is debuting at number 10 in another language. That's so Pretty I, impressive. I find that to be very interesting. Um, debuting at number 11, I'll be there, but I'll be wearing sweatpants. That's the man. <laughs> I was going to say, did you write this Weatherly. one? <laughs> I love this book. Uh, finding unfiltered real-life friendships in this crazy, chaotic world. And actually, this is done by Thomas Nelson. And so this is a feel-good book uh, for the first of the year. And I have to say, I have it on order, and I'm waiting for it, and I can't wait to see it. Oh, um, yeah. Looks good. Yeah. <laughs> Debuting at number 12 is uh, Cressley Cole, her new one, The Monroe. Um, and uh, just a great romance there if you're just looking for something that's going to be a lot of fun to read. Here's Colleen again. Colleen Hoover is uh, Ugly Love at number 13. James O'Keefe has a debut at number 14 called The American Muckraker, Rethinking Journalism in the 21st Century. And I'm imagining that a lot of journalists have to really kind of think differently about the way they present the news. So uh, I I like the title, American Muckraker. Anita Prose's book, The Maid, is still doing very well about a maid who's trying to find out who committed a murder, so she's not going to be hung with it. Um, (laughs) Oh, this is darling. Nicola Edwards, I I love love this this book. You're my little cuddle bug. You know, it's a rhyming (laughs) board book that celebrates love and hugs. I'm pretty sure we still have that. And you know what? I think I might not have pulled that out for for Valentine's Day. Oh, yeah. you got to pull that one out. That one's so cute. Uh, Brene Brown, that's 
number one on our nonfiction list is number 17 on the USA Today, <clears throat> Mapping Meaningful Connections in the Language of Human Experience. Uh, the Lincoln Highway at number 18 by Anwar Tolles. And I, of course, I love this. My Little Golden Book about Betty White by Deborah <laughs> Hopkinson is number 19. And finishing out our top 20, Happy Valentine's Day Mouse by Laura Numeroff and Felicia Bound. And that's, of course, oh, I our love that mouse. series. You know, give the mouse a cookie, you'll yep. want all kinds of stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. So. Ladies, do you know what today is? If, if, if you would permit me to jump in. Uh, go right ahead. Um, no, today is Tuesday. It is, but it is also the 67th birth anniversary of the king of the legal thriller, Mr. John Grisham. Oh, is Grisham's it? birthday. Oh, he, yeah. yeah, he's just a baby. 67. <laughs> he, he's gone. One of only three people, along with Tom Clancy and J.K. Rowling, to uh, have sold two million copies on a first printing. Oh wow! Yes, yeah, He's, yeah. There aren't there aren't too many left that have done that hmm. on a first print. <clears throat> hmm. Well, happy uh, birthday, John! Happy birthday! Throw that in in case somebody wants to celebrate it by uh, going coming in and picking up a copy of one of his uh, many oh, yeah. fine books. Oh yes, mm -hmm. we have we have lots of the backlist. We have lots him. of John Grisham books. Yeah. Yes. And actually, last week I was able to do a Zoom meeting. Uh, Mayor, and of course you were you weren't able to do this because we had to do it together. We could only use one computer, but we had a Zoom meeting with James Patterson and uh, Dolly because her new book oh, wow. comes out with Patterson oh, writing I'm it. So yes, jealous. they're writing it together. It's coming out in March, and um, I believe it's the seventh. And they're having some kind of a of, and I haven't gotten the email yet. But I'm I'm assuming it's going to be down in Nashville, um, a, a party for independent booksellers that uh, oh. Dolly and James are going to do. We may have to take a road trip. <laughs> you know, books always. You know, most books come out on Tuesday. That you know, that Tuesday's lay down Tuesday. His always come out on Monday. So he's having yes. a party on a Sunday. So we could probably just. Jump down sixty five and go to this thing because he's saying, "Oh, well, we thinking. want to independent all come." We, I'm, I'm hoping he'll give oh. away his shine by both oh. and you know, so that would oh, wouldn't that, that be would be awesome? Really cool. Now get an interview with one or both of them and, and you know, just use it right here on the program. Yes, there you go. <laughs> they would do that. They would do that. They're both very, very. Uh, they were just so pleasant and and nice. You know, to work with, yeah. they just rested off each other. It was you could see how they could work well together. I'm looking forward. And she wrote an album for this book, so the oh, album I think awesome. comes out a couple of days before the um, the the book is coming out. So it's called uh, Run Be Run. I think is the title of it. It's, Very cool. it's the book. So. Right. Looking forward to that. Well, unfortunately, it looks like uh, the clock is telling us we're out of time, guys. You want to tell, give us all your particulars before we sign off? Okay, okay. Mary. Okay, we are on the corner of North Walnut and Bowyer. Just follow all the road construction, and you'll see us. But you can get to us easy. Um, and we are open from eleven to five. 
Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. On Saturday, most Saturdays we're there, but it's always best to check from 11 to 2 for Chris. And, uh, yes, and or you can give us a call. Saturday. All right. See, I did, it works I once did in make a while. it through the snow, and I went in on Saturday. Obviously, we there you go. On Thursday or Friday, but yeah, <laughs> we, we, I, we got people were ready to come out. <laughs> they were tired of being there. Two days. Oh heck yeah! <laughs> <laughs> but you can, you can give us a call at eight one two nine three four five eight zero zero and see what's happening at the bookshelf. Sounds good, and let's close with a book joke if you're ready for one. What did the guy say when a, a book fell on his head? Ouch. I have... I have all... <laughs> what did he say? I, I have only my shelf to blame. Book talk. Book talk. Book talk.